0: This is Conversations on Discipleship with Father Adam Streitenberger from St. Gabriel Catholic Radio and Diocese of Columbus Media. Welcome to Conversations on Discipleship. I'm your host, Father Adam Streitenberger. With me today is Sarah Lytle again. Hello, Sarah.
1: Hi, Father. <laughs>
0: Good to have you. In the name of the Father, Son, Holy Spirit. Amen. Heavenly Father, um, we come to you this day um, mindful of all of those in need of our prayers, um, those who um, are suffering at this time, those who are sick, um, those who um, are in need of, of your grace in any way, um, especially those who are close to us and our families. Um, we ask, O oh Lord, that you um, bless them bless all of those um, in need of your mercy bless all of our listeners um, we ask this through christ our lord amen in the name of the father the son and the holy spirit amen so sarah we've been um talking a lot you know and spo was um, very important in your faith journey in college and um, so your major was communications is that right yes what did you have a minor or anything like that
1: yes my minor is in studio art whoa in particular was photography
0: Oh, okay, great. Mm-hmm. Ah, yeah. interesting. So you work for the Newman Center, is that right? I what, do. What's your role there?
1: I'm the communications director. Yeah.
0: Mm-hmm. And what does a communications director do?
1: Yeah, great question. Um, basically, I oversee any internal or external publications or communications regarding events or just anything going on. That's Ex- the gist of it. Oh,
0: mm-hmm. Awesome. So what drew, you know, we talked, we mentioned about this earlier um, when you were in high, as you were in high school and you were kind of thinking about a major going in. Yeah. What drew you to communications?
1: Yeah. So I kind of mentioned earlier that my parents are really key aspects of really asking me the good questions of what do you really love or what do you see yourself doing? And ultimately, my favorite thing is building relationships with people because I'm such an extrovert and I Mm -hmm. really love getting to know people. And so they're like, why don't you be doing communications that specializes in it? And so that was kind of a light bulb moment of, oh, wow, I didn't even think about that. And so I chose to study that instead. And as soon as I started taking the classes, I absolutely loved it.
0: Excellent. Mm-hmm. Do you, and, and, you know, on this sort of extrovert strain, yeah. you know, and both with, with your involvement with SPO, I mean, obviously extroverts, it's. Um, kind of evangelization and reaching out to people is a little easier
1: Absolutely. than introverts. Yeah, it
0: is. Did um. So did you see that gift? You know, like with SPO, you know, obviously there are the missionaries yes. who, you know, are usually running a household, but then also, you know, mm-hmm. but even those in household, I mean, mm-hmm. because we're all responsible for mission, yeah, even those in household us. are supposed mm-hmm. to, how did you use that kind of gift of extroversion and reaching out to people on campus.
1: Yeah, it was definitely, it played to my strength a lot. It was a huge advantage in that I get really energized with being around people. And so getting to meet so many people at different events or just inviting them to different events that we hosted ourselves came so much easier because if I was just walking on the Oval or in a class or something and just wanted to talk to someone, I felt at ease to do so, whereas other people might not necessarily have that same ease. Yeah.
0: mm Is all of your family extroverts, or are they all no. kind of... Okay. You're... It's
1: about half and half. So my dad was very extroverted, and then my mom and my brother very much the opposite. Yeah, yeah.
0: It's, it is interesting. Like, when I'm at campus, it seems like everyone knows you.
1: Oh You know, somehow. <laughs> Thank
0: you. We've even mentioned... Josh and I mentioned that, like, there's all these people that come into the office to visit just you.
1: Yeah, <laughs> I'm very blessed. They're,
0: you're very well connected to all Aww. these people. But... Um, you know, and obviously it's hard for extroverts to give advice to introverts because it's, you know... It's very different, um, yeah. But I do think, like, even introverts um, can do this sort of outreach. Oh, you absolutely. Know? And it's mm-hmm. usually one-on-one. Yes. And it's u- yes. often it's with friends. I find introverts tend to be really good solid stable friends yes over you know Absolutely. Mm-hmm. while e- extroverts are really good at making friends introverts are really good at keeping friends yes. and kind of investing in them yeah absolutely. um so that that kind of um real extroversion helped you in communications yes do you um what's your favorite part about communications
1: favorite part that's a great question um i think really when it comes down to it, I love sharing the love of Christ. And so getting to do that through what I study was just a beautiful mm-hmm. marriage of really getting to see how the Lord works through what I say or what I communicate with others. So.
0: Do you, so, um, you know, as sort of, as a, as kind of a comms expert, you know, we'll treat you as a comms expert. Is <laughs> Great. What, what has the, you know, has the church been failing in communication?
1: Um. I think in certain aspects, I wouldn't per se go so far as say fail,
0: because you're so positive. That's, I mean, <laughs> yes. that's part of it. Okay, <laughs> that's part of it. But yeah.
1: there's definitely aspects that have needed worked on for many, many years. So definitely. What are these
0: areas that? You yeah. Know?
1: Um. Especially I notice it in a generation above me as far as catechesis, because they're raised in a whole different generation of faith than we were. Mm-hmm. Or I should say my age group. So that's really difficult to see how they were taught versus us because, especially in the areas of like remaining devoted to the faith as a whole body versus like remaining devoted to like one person or one group, um, I think there's been a little disconnect with the older generation there. Whereas in my generation, it's devoted to Jesus Christ personally as a relationship first yeah. and foremost. So
0: So a lot of it was really the message. Yes. They they were not clear on the message in earlier. Yeah. And and you know, I think we all know that um I would say between probably 1968 <laughs> to um probably 2000 catechesis was not good. You know, yeah. was that no. you know. Was- so if you went through you know anything? Catholic schools, right. you know, parish programming, anything, RCIA, all yeah. of it. It was really not as great as it. It should was be. almost like the messaging. The message wasn't delivered. Little, and it wasn't like lack of effectiveness. It was the message just wasn't delivered. Yeah. Um. It. I think it has improved. Absolutely. Um. Do you um? Would have you know? So you know, like, so that's one big failure to not. Yeah. Not commun, you know, just to yeah. not communicate the message—a
1: disservice. To yeah, me. mm-hmm. but
0: yeah, it is. It's and it's sort of dishonest too. Yeah. Um. But what about the means of you know? So okay, so if around 2000, maybe a little later, we we actually got back to handing on a message. Yeah. Um. What about the methods of handing on that method? Do you, or the message? Do you? You know, how effective has it been?
1: You mean coming up in my generation? Yeah. Um, well, it's definitely, we have so many more avenues of communication than mm-hmm. we used to, for sure. So that's been better at reaching people, mm-hmm. I'd say. But as far as the next level of, okay, what do we do with that reach? It's been a little tricky figuring that out, I think, because we have, you know, our mobile devices, we have social media, we have just, different platforms and websites so we didn't even have a generation above us so there's lots and lots of ways but I think taking the next step in investing is just yeah we probably need to work more on that
0: yeah so. and and you know I unfortunately I think a lot of people are afraid of of these new methods and me right. you know and and obviously you know like with anything it can be abused yeah of but course. it can also be used for for really good things and, yeah um, you know, we've talked about, um, well, you know, like the um, the Newman Center social media, the diocese yes. social media um, website, and the importance of a really yeah. attractive right. website and yes. everything like that. Um, but, you know, a point that you made also was, um, and it, and it kind of is couched into the message, and that is this sort of personal yes. appeal, like that we have to have this personal ownership of our faith um yeah, of and our of our relationship with the lord yeah. and that's an important part of the messaging it can't just be you know and and there is marketing you know marketing is almost inseparable i'm sure you took a lot of marketing classes more with, or less yeah.
1: yes uh huh it came with advertising and everything else that i had to take so
0: so, would I mean, what is a good marketing strategy for the gospel or, you know, oh, communication question. strategy for the gospel?
1: Um, I think, in particular, um, the fundamentals of truth, beauty, and goodness. I always try to stick to that when I'm marketing because you can't deny the Lord in either, like, yeah. any three of those. So sticking to the truth about the gospel, what Jesus said, communicating the beauty of our world and the beauty of the faith and the goodness of what it can bring you or how it can help develop your life mm-hmm. and just stick to
0: those. <laughs> Excellent. And then, you know, I, I do think like there is this personal appeal to those too, that, Absolutely. you know, this faith isn't just, you know, a set of truths or isn't just something beautiful, but it actually like is addressed to me personally. Yes. And that ultimately is through the person of Christ. Yeah. Um, which is what you know, like I think it—it's an you know it kind of connects everything back again. You know, to be a good communicator, it you have to be able to have that personal yes touch, the personal sell. Yep. I we think might that's say. first and foremost. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Um, do you how how are you continuing um, your own kind of outreach? Mm. Um,
1: yeah, great question. Um, I think it comes with the job almost Mm -hmm. because I'm meeting new students every day, and this is kind of my warehouse of where the Lord has put me to serve on mission. Even if I'm working and not a student anymore, it's still I'm serving the college students. So um, any students that I get put in my path, or the other day I was asking the Lord to put new freshmen in my path and just like getting them connected because they have a face they know at Newman, Mm -hmm. regardless if I'm a student or not. So I think still serving the college students and then, like my friends who have become more young adults or like the Cornerstone community yeah. per se, and just like building that community and inviting them into things. Is-
0: well, excellent. Um, Sarah, thank you so much for joining us. It's yeah, been um, a good time. <laughs> um, you've been listening to Conversations on Discipleship. I'm your host, Father Adam Streitenberger. With me today has been Sarah Lytle. Um, and until next time, peace and all good a Diocese of Columbus production in partnership with St. Gabriel Catholic Radio.